Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Dango's History, where today we are going to be continuing our World War II saga and entering into the course of the war. So strap in, because it may be a long one. I don't know. I haven't practiced the script. During our first segment, we will talk about how war broke out in Europe. On September the 1st, 1939, Germany invaded Poland after having staged several false flag border incidents. As a pretext to initiate the invasion, oh, the first German attack of the war came against the Polish defenses at Westerplatte. The United Kingdom responded with an ultimatum to Germany to cease military operations, and on the 3rd of September, after the ultimatum was ignored, British, or Britain and France declared war on Germany followed by Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and Canada. The alliance provided no direct military support to Poland. Outside of a cautious French probe into the Saarland, or into the Saarland, the Western Allies also began a naval blockade of Germany, which aimed to damage the country's economy and the war effort. Germany responded by ordering U-boat warfare against Allied merchant and warships which would later escalate into the Battle of the Atlantic. The invasion of Poland on the 1st of September to the, to the 6th of October 1939 was also known as the September Campaign. 1939 Defensive War um, and Poland Campaign, and, or in, as the Germans called it, Uberfall auf, auf Poland, or Polenfeldzug was an attack on the or which was an attack on the Republic of Poland by Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union, which marked the beginning of World War II. The German invasion began on the first of September nineteen thirty nine, one week after signing the Molotov Ribbentrop Pact between Germany and the Soviet Union, and one day after the Supreme Soviet of the Soviet Union had approved the pact or had approved the pact. The Soviets invaded Poland on the seventeenth of September. The campaign ended on the 6th of October with Germany and the Soviet Union dividing and annexing the whole of Poland under the terms of the Soviet frontier of the German Soviet Frontier Treaty. German forces invaded Poland from the north, south, and west the morning after the Gliwice incident. Slovak military forces advanced alongside the Germans in northern Slovakia. As the Wehrmacht advanced, Polish forces withdrew from their forward bases of operation close to the Germany-Poland border to more established defense lines to the east. After the mid-September Polish defeat in the Battle of Bzura, in the Battle of the Bzura, the Germans gained an undisputed advantage. Polish forces then withdrew to the southeast, where they prepared for a long defense of the Romanian bridgehead and awaited expected support and relief from France and the United Kingdom. Those two countries had pacts with Poland and had declared war on Germany on the 3rd of September. In the, in the end, their aid to Poland was very limited. However, France invaded a small part of Germany in the Saar Offensive. On the 17th of September, the Soviet Red Army invaded eastern Poland. The territory beyond the Curzon Line that fell into Soviet 
into the Soviet sphere of influence, according to the secret protocol of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, this rendered the Polish plan of defense obsolete. Facing a second front, the Polish government concluded the defense of the Romanian bridgehead was no longer feasible and ordered emergency evacuation of all troops to neutral Romania. On the 6th of October, following the Polish defeat at the Battle of Kok, German and Soviet forces gained full control over Poland. The success of the invasion marked the end of the Second Polish Republic, though Poland never formally surrendered. The 8th of October, after an initial period of military administration, Germany directly annexed Western Poland and the former free city of Danzig, and placed the remaining bloc of territory under the administration of the newly established general government. The Soviet Union incorporated its newly acquired areas into its constituent Belarusian and Ukrainian republics, and immediately started a campaign of Sovietization. In the aftermath of the invasion, a collective underground resistance, a collective of underground resistance organizations, formed the British underground no formed the Polish underground state within the territory of the former Polish state. Many of the military exiles who managed to escape Poland subsequently joined the Polish armed forces in the West, an armed force loyal to the Polish government in exile. On September 8th, German troops reached the suburbs of Warsaw. The Polish counteroffensive to the West halted the German advance for several days, but was, but was outflanked and encircled by the Wehrmacht. Remnants of the Polish army broke through to besieged Warsaw. On the 17th of September, 1939, after signing a ceasefire with Japan, the Soviet Union invaded Eastern Poland. Invaded Eastern Poland, sorry. Under a pretext that the Polish state had ostensibly ceased to exist. On the 27th of September, the Warsaw garrison surrendered to the Germans, and the last large operational unit of the Polish army surrendered on the 6th of October. Oh, that's weird. Despite the military defeat, Poland never surrendered. Instead, it formed the Polish government in exile, and a clandestine state apparatus remained in occupied Poland. A significant part of the Polish military personnel evacuated to Romania and the Baltic countries. Many of them later fought against the Axis in the other theaters of the war. On the 30th of January, 1933, the National Socialist German Workers' Party, under its leader Adolf Hitler, came to power in Germany. While the Weimar Republic had long sought to annex territories belonging to Poland, it was Hitler's own idea and not a realization of Weimar's plans to invade and partition Poland or annex or annex Bohemia and Austria and create satellite or puppet states economically subordinate to Germany. As as of this long term policy, Hitler at first pursued a policy of reproachment with Poland, trying to improve opinion in Germany, culminating in the German Polish non aggression pact of nineteen thirty four. Earlier, Hitler's foreign policy worked to weaken ties with, between Poland and France and attempted to maneuver 
Poland into the anti Comintern Pact, forming a cooperative front against the Soviet Union. Poland would be granted territory to its northeast and to its northeast in Ukraine and Belarus if it agreed to wage war against the Soviet Union. But the concessions in the polls were expected to make meant that their but the concessions the polls were expected to make meant that their homeland would become largely dependent on Germany, functioning as little more than a client state. The Poles feared that their independence would eventually be threatened altogether. Historically, Hitler had already denounced the right of Poland to independence in 1930, writing that Poles and Czechs were a rabble not worthy, not worth a penny more than the inhabitants of Sudan or India. How can they demand the rights of independent states? The population of the free city of Danzig was strongly in favor of annexation by Germany as were many of the ethnic German inhabitants of the Polish territory that separated the German exclave of East Prussia from the rest of the Reich. The Polish corridor constituted land land long the Polish corridor consti- constituted land long disputed by Poland and Germany and was a habit and was inhabited by a Polish majority. That was a weird sentence. The corridor had become a part of Poland after the Treaty of Versailles. No. Yeah. Many Germans also wanted the urban port city of Danzig and its environs, compromising the free city of Danzig, to be reincorporated into Germany. Danzig City had a German majority and had been separated from Germany after the Versailles after Versailles and made into the nominally independent free city. Hitler sought to use this as as Cassus Belli, a reason for war. Reverse the post-1918 territorial losses, and on many occasions had, had appealed to German nationalism, promising to liberate the German minority, still in the corridor as well as Danzig. Germany annexed the western and occupied central part of Poland, and the Soviet Union annexed its eastern part. Small shares of Polish territory were transferred to Lithuania and Slovakia. On the 6th of October, Hitler made a public peace overture to the United Kingdom and France, but said that the future of Poland was to be determined exclusively by Germany and the Soviet Union. The proposal was rejected, and Hitler ordered an immediate offensive against France which was postponed until the spring of 1940 due to bad weather. The Soviet Union forced the Baltic countries, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, which were part, which were in the Soviet sphere of influence, under the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact to sign mutual assistance pacts that stipulated stationing Soviet troops in these countries. Soon after, significant Soviet military Contingents were moved. Finland refused to sign a similar pact and rejected ceding a part of its territory to the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union invaded Finland in November 1939, and the Soviet Union was expelled from the League of Nations. Despite overwhelming numerical superiority, Soviet military success was modest. 
but the Finno-Soviet War ended in March 1940 with fairly significant Finnish concessions. The Soviet occupation of Basarabia and northern Bukovina took place from June 28th to July 4th, 1940, as a result of the ultimatum by the Soviet Union to Romania on June 26th, 1940, that threatened, to that threatened the use of force. Basarabia had been part of the Kingdom of Romania since the time of the Russian Civil War, and Bukovina since the dissolution, then the yeah dissolution of Austria, Hungary and Hesertia was a district of the Romanian Old Kingdom. Those regions, with a total area of 50,762 kilometers square, or 19,599 square miles, and a population of 3,776,309 inhabitants, were incorporated into the Soviet Union. On October 26, 1940, six Romanian islands on the Chilia branch of the Danube with an area of 23.75 kilometers squared or 19.7 or 9.17 square miles were also occupied by the Soviet army. The Soviet Union had planned to accomplish the annexation with a full-scale invasion, but the Romanian government responding to the Soviet ultimatum delivered on June 26th agreed to withdraw from the territories to avoid military conflict. The use of force had been made illegal by the Conventions for the Definition of Aggression in July 1933, but from an internal legal stand, but from an in the international legal standpoint. Sorry, I haven't gotten much sleep. The new status of the annexed territories was eventually based on a formal agreement through which Romania consented to the retrocession of Bessarabia and secession of northern Bukovina. As it was not mentioned in the ultimatum, the annexation of Hersta of the Hersta region was not consented to by Romania, and the same is true of the subsequent Soviet occupation of the Danube Islands. On June 24th, Nazi Germany, which had acknowledged the Soviet interest in Bessarabia, in a secret protocol, in a secret protocol to the 1939 Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, had been made aware prior to the planned ultimatum but did not inform the Romanian authorities and was willing to provide support. On June 22nd, France, a guarantor of Romanian borders, fell to Nazi advances. This is considered to be an important factor in the Soviets' decision to issue the ultimatum. The Soviet invasion of Bukovina in 1940 violated the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact since it went beyond the Soviet sphere of influence that had been agreed with the Axis. On August 2, 1940, the Moldavian Soviet Specialist Republic was proclaimed as a constituent republic of the Soviet Union, encompassing most of Bessarabia and part of the Moldavian Autonomous Soviet Socialist Republic, an autonomous, an autonomous republic of the Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic on the left bank of the Dniester, now the breakaway Transnistria, Transnistria, southern Bessarabia, or no, yeah, the Hursta region in the northern and the regions inhabited by Slavic majorities, northern Bukovina, northern and southern Bessarabia, were included in the Ukrainian 
SSR. A period of political persecution, including executions, de deportations to labor camps, and arrests occurred during the Soviet administration. Before I start the next part, maybe more background noise. In July 1941, Romanian and German troops occupied Bessarabia, northern Bukovina, and Hrsta during the Axis invasion of the Soviet Union. A military administration was established, and the region's Jewish population was executed on the spot or deported to Transnistria, where large numbers were killed. In August 1944, during the Soviet Second Jassy Kishinev Offensive, the Axis war effort on the Eastern Front collapsed. The coup of the coup of twenty third of the twenty third of August nineteen forty four caused the Romanian army to cease resisting the Soviet advance and join to fight and join the fight against Germany. Soviet forces advanced much or advanced from Basarabia into Romania, captured much of its standing army as prisoner as prisoners of war, and occupied the country. On, this, on September 12th of 1944, Romania signed the Moscow Armistice with the Allies. The Armistice and the subsequent peace treaty of 1947 confirmed the so Soviet-Romanian border as it was on January 1st, 1941. Bessarabia, Northern Bukovina, and Hrsta remained part of the Soviet Union until it collapsed in 1991, when they became part of the newly independent states of Moldova in Ukraine. The Declaration of Independence of Moldova on the 27th of August 1991 declared the Soviet occupation illegal. In June 1940, the Soviet Union forcibly annexed Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, and the Romanian regions of Basarabia. Northern, Buko Northern Bukovina and the Hrsta region. Meanwhile, Nazi Soviet political rapprochement and economic cooperation gradually stalled and both states began preparations for war.